Let's turn to 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. I would like to read it for you from 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, If only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus and thus said the girl whom, who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought a letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised when this letter comes to you that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter, that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive, that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So it was when Elisha the man of God heard the king of Israel had torn his clothes that he sent to the king of kings saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Please send, let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Are not the Abna and the Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more than when he says to you, Wash and be clean. So now Naaman went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the sayings of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Now, even though the scripture portion is large, my sermon is not going to be that large. Don't worry. So, we see here a man by name, Naaman. Scripture says he was an honorable, mighty soldier and a man of valor. He was a man of courage, but he was a leper. You know, today I want to talk about a couple of buts that we see here in the scripture as we read this portion. 
I thought it is appropriate today as morning we prayed for our veterans, it's, it is appropriate for us to think about, to talk about someone who is a soldier or who is a commander in the word of God. Naaman was honorable and he was a mighty man of mighty man and he was a commander of the army and he was a man of valor but scripture says he was a leper. You know leprosy was common in those days and probably no one would have thought and Naaman would not would never thought that he will get the disease of leprosy. But he was a mighty man but inside his life there was leprosy. You know, today, when we live on this earth, we look at people from the outside and we think that everything is going well with them, but it is not so. There is something always bothering people as we live on this earth. It's not what we see outside, but there is so much going on inside. And if you take a moment to spend time with them and talk to them, and they are going to open up, and eventually we will, we will find out that there is a need for God to do something. So here is the same situation. Naaman was a mighty man, but he was a leper. Naaman was in need of healing. Leprosy cannot be allowed for a long time. If you allow leprosy, it's going to, it's going to destroy your limbs and limb nodes. It's going to destroy your part of the body. Leprosy cannot continue in a body. It has to be dealt with immediately. And Naaman was trying to do that probably in his own land. And here as the story goes, Naaman went against Israel, Samaria, and they took victory and they brought some of the slaves, some of the children of Israel as slave to their lands. And he brought one such girl, probably she was a good girl, and he realized that that girl can probably help Naaman's wife. And she was brought into Naaman's house. And this girl was a child of God. And she was brought into Naaman's house. And she was, she was serving Naaman's wife there. And she realized that Naaman is in need of healing. You know, there were great doctors in Syria. But God chose this little young girl to bring healing in the life of Naaman. She was a slave girl in Naaman's house, but she knew her God. She was a little girl in Naaman's house, but she had God Almighty with her. But she was not quiet in that house. She knew the healing that God can bring in the life of Naaman, but she went and spoke to Naaman's wife, saying that why don't you send Naaman to Israel? And there is somebody there, a prophet, a man of God is there. If she can go there, if he can go there, he can heal. God can heal Naaman. The slave girl knew what God can do, do to Naaman. And Naaman went to that land. And Naaman went with an expectation of getting healing from the king, in fact. Scripture says, Naaman took letters from the king of Samaria, sorry, king of Syria, and Naaman took letters from the king of Syria and letter to the king of Israel. And it's a very interesting story. Naaman here comes with a letter from the king of uh, Syria to the king of Israel. You can imagine. And what does the letter say? The letter says, I'm sending my commander of the army 
He's a good commander. He's a courageous man. But he's a leper. King of Israel, please heal my commander. You know, that's what the letter says. And the king of Samaria, or king of Israel, he receives the letter. And the moment he opens the letter, what he did? He tore his cloth. And he asked, am I God to kill and to make? And he, th he thought, the king of Samaria, sorry, king of Syria is plotting against king of Israel. He sent letter to Naaman and moment king of Israel is not able to heal Naaman, he can fight with king of Syria. He thought it's a plot. And who heard this? Elisha heard this. The prophet heard this, that king of Israel tore his cloth and he said, send that man to me. Now, Naaman goes with the letter to Elisha. And the scripture says he went and knocked the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha came there asking Naaman, what can he do for you? And probably he would have gave the, given the letter there and asked him, I'm a leper. Can you heal me? You know what Elisha had said? Go and dip yourself seven times in river Jordan. And Naaman was so upset. What Naaman thought? Naaman thought he will call upon the name of the Lord and lay hands over the sick and pray for the sick. You know, that was, that was the expectation of Naaman. But Elisha said, go and dip yourself seven times in river Jordan. You know, he was so upset. He came back to his house. But this little girl, she was determined. She said, somehow this man has to be healed. Somehow God has to heal him so that this a Gentile man will know who my God is. You know, that was the zeal of that young, young, young lady there, and girl there. She said, if Naaman would have asked you to do, to do some great thing, you would have done that. If, if, the, if, if Elisha would have asked you to do. But now Elisha has asked you to do some simple thing. What is that simple thing? Just go and dip yourself in river Jordan. And now scripture says, he obeyed. He obeyed the word of God. He obeyed what the prophet told him to do. And he went and dipped himself. And scripture says he was totally washed and he became totally healed. So here we see a couple of things. Naaman was an honorable man. He was a commander of courage, but he was a leper. There were so many doctors in the land of Syria, but God chose this little angel to bring healing to that man on the day. And Naaman expected Elijah to heal him by laying hands over him. But Elijah asked him to go and dip himself, wash himself in river Jordan. And Naaman did not obey Elisha. But now when the slave girl came and asked him to obey the man of God, scripture says Naaman obeyed and his, her, his leprosy was completely healed. You know, great blessings in our lives can be stopped by a single disobedience. You know, at times, we need the blessing of God, but there are different areas in our lives when we show disobedience, some of the blessings in our lives may not happen. Here we see, Naaman was in need of a healing, but when he was not willing to obey, the healing was not taking place. But the moment he obeyed what word of God said, what the man of God told him to do, we see healing taking place in his life.
You know, that makes me to think about, that, that's asking us to think tonight that what are the blessings that are, that, are, that are delayed in our lives? What are the blessings, you know, that are withheld in our lives? And this evening, God is asking us to remember and realize what is that thing that we need to obey? What is that God is asking us to obey in our lives? You know, Naaman, basically, he had to come out of his pride. He was so prideful as he, as he spoke. He's saying that, I have so many better rivers in my nation. I have the river of Damascus. I have the river of Abna. I have the river of Parfar. I have so many rivers in my nation. Do you think that the river Jordan is better than my rivers? You know, he is so puffed up and he is so prideful. But he had to come down from his pride. And we also see, you know, he was not just obeying, willing to obey. God wanted him to obey until healing takes place in his life. You know, at times God doesn't really care who we are. You know, he was a commander, that's all good. But God wanted him to come to a point in his life that he shows obedience to God. You know, at times when we go through various trials and various difficulties, all along God teaches us some lessons. And he brings us to the point of, disobedience, point of obedience, coming out of our disobedience, until we obey, we obey the word of God, until we obey to what God expects in our lives. Blessings will not happen in our lives. Today I want you to think about what is the blessing that is withheld in your life. And we need to just ask God, Lord, what do I need to obey? Obedience is very, very important. When we obey, we receive the blessing of God. You know, we keep Jesus as a model, Jesus as an example. You know, when Jesus went through all the troubles in his lifetime, when Jesus went through the cruel cross, scripture says, as Paul writes to Philippians, he says in Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, he says, and being found in appearance as a human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. You know, think about Jesus who came down in the form of man. If obedience need to be taught, even to Jesus, how much more obedience need to be taught to you and me? The question is, are we willing to obey? Are we willing to obey? You know, obedience is not, a sh not, not something that need to be ashamed of. Jesus had to obey. Jesus had to obey to the Father. I don't know what, in a, what aspect he was not obeying, but scripture is very clear. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. You know, for him to go and take that cross, which was so heavy, it takes a tremendous amount of obedience in his life. You know, at times it takes so much for us to obey. Because we have our traditions we have, you know, people around us. At times we realize, why should I obey? What the obedience is going to bring in my life. But no matter who we are, no matter what we think about, Scripture says we need to obey the Word of God. If the moment we realize it is the truth, I don't want to delay it. I don't want to withhold, withhold that. But this evening, God is telling us, it was a simple thing that God was asking him to do, but there was a great blessing. In our lives, God may be asking us to do simple things. It may be just a step of faith that we need to take. 
and move forward. I don't know what the Lord is telling you. I can't imagine. I can't, I can't speak for you. But you know what the, what the Lord is telling you this evening. It may be just a simple matter. But shall we show obedience to God? If we show obedience to God, there is a great blessing. And the blessing went to a greater extent in the life of Naaman. To even to bring healing in his life, in his body. And how much more God can do today evening. If we show obedience, total obedience to our God. Shall we close our eyes? Thank you.